Podcast. 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 Are we saying podcast? Welcome back. Welcome back. Two fanboys and a filthy casual back at you once again. As usual, this is Dennis. This is Lewis. And this is Harold. So excited today because I am doing everything that I despise. But uh, Lewis, because we ran out of things to talk about, decided that we were going to do reviews galore today. But before we get to that chore, um, I wanted to talk about a couple of things, a couple of pooperies. Um, H, um, you want me to start first before we get to um, yours? Yeah, I'll go. I can go last, I guess. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. mine is mine is pretty. Um, pre- should be pretty quick. Um, I told the uh, the guys today that I saw a petition on change.org, and um, it su- took me by surprise. Um, as we all know, uh, Chadwick Boseman passed away, and it was a tragic. Um, you know, and to a uh, great career, um, short-lived, uh, considering what what he's done. Um, but of course, while he had many different, um, you know, um, achievements, one of the things that we all know, especially as um, geeks and and fanboys and nerds and everything, what we know him really for is the character, um, you know, T'Chaka. Um, and of course, he played uh, the the um, the title titular titular character in black panther but um you know when he passed away one of the things i think we i almost positive and correct me if i'm wrong guys it's something that we kind of talked about where um it's it's something that um it would almost be sacrilegious um and i hate to use the word especially since what i teach um you know sacrilegious (laughs) to try to replace um such an iconic character but as i told the 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 guys that um earlier today i saw that there was a change.org petition um their goal was to get twenty five thousand um uh uh, uh, signatures um to ask kevin feige and all the uh and the mcu to not kill off um uh, uh not call off the character tachaka um and th- their request was to re uh, to eventually recast the character you know and so um i and i looked at the number of um the number of people who who um who signed up for this and surprisingly there there's at least 19,000 signatures that is up for it and um and i presented it to uh, the the guys and i think uh, uh, lewis i'm going to start with you um, you had a pretty interesting take, um, and that I kind of wanted to um, have everybody share. Yeah. So, like, my knee-jerk reaction when you when you brought up the fact that there was a you know a petition online to uh, to to recast the role of Black Panther. Yeah, I think I was still in that mindset of what you said earlier. Like, I I felt that it, you know it's one of those cases where like it's a little meta because yeah, the fact that it, the fact is that Chadwick Boseman passed you know, uh, uh, quickly and, you know, uh, out of nowhere. And, you know, the role was basically something that he's, you know, he's had uh, for over three, four times already over a, a bunch of movies. So, you know, recasting it, I thought would have been a very, almost like a little bit of a disrespectful uh, move by Feige and by the MCU. But reading the petition, I actually kind of empathized with the movement a little bit because there is something that we kind of take for granted uh, that, that um, we're not talking about is that representation. You know, one of the biggest aspects of the Black Panther's success was the fact that, you know, a lot of, for a lot of African-American and Black communities, they felt like, you know, they finally had a superhero that they can root and, uh, you know, uh, get behind. You know, it's been years since we've had Blade and, you know, and all the, uh, even though Blade was himself a a great success, he wasn't exactly the mainstream uh, powerhouse that we, that a lot of minorities and, you know, a lot of those unrepresented communities had so you know with Chadwick Boseman and and the Black Panther himself you know that was the the first chance in a long time that you know a a lot of underrepresented uh, folks had somebody front and center Um, so yeah like I empathize that the petition was kind of articulating that yeah you know to recast or you know not not that it's less important to maybe even because I think with some of the some of the rumors was like, oh, Shuri, the sister, uh, w- would should take over the role just like she did in the comic books, or maybe Mbaku, you know, the the leader of the Gorilla Tribe, would take on the mantle, or somebody who's already been established would take over the role. But you know, the petition is is basically saying like, you know, yes, uh, the Bozeman's passing was unfortunate and tragic, and uh, and you know, unfortunately out of nowhere. 
<clears throat> but the character should live on for the, you know, for the sake of the children and, and for the community. So I totally understand that. So uh, at that point, after, you know, after reading that petition, I was like, I kind of empathize with it. And uh, to be honest, like, I don't know what the answer is because uh, I don't envy Feige's and, you know, MCU, the MCU's position here. Like, where do you go? Like you do want to obviously respect the, 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 the character or the actor, I'm sorry, the actor that played the, the role, but at the same time, I also want to rep- respect the, um, you know, the, 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 the role and, and and the kind of legacy that it's left. So tough position for Feige to be in. Uh, it definitely, uh, you know, it, 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 like, like I said, it is a, a petition that kind of caught me out of nowhere. And yes, uh, like I said, it did, did have a knee jerk reaction, but yeah, uh, I, I wonder what they'll, they'll come up from here. I mean, I'm not sure how successful these petition or change.org petitions really are. Uh, I know there's a lot of those that float around every so often, whenever a fanboy or fan base gets uh, upset about something, but um, you know, it, it's just something like, it, it's an interesting thought exercise, basically. It's weird because I was uh, obviously the character of the black Panther is very much Chadwick Boseman. And that's the biggest problem that's ever going to be coming for anybody who ever tries to replace him. Even when they said, you know, like Lewis mentioned, having another person, um, another character in the Marvel Universe portray the Black Panther. That, everyone's always going to be like, yeah, that's great. And of course, people are were really excited about maybe having Shuri be it. But there's going to be so many people who are going to be like, but that's not T'Challa. That's not the Black Panther. We... Uh, hitched our horses to the Black Panther character, to the Prince of Wakanda, or now the King of Wakanda. And anybody else who's playing that character, not in the, I mean, that's in the Marvel Universe, but not the uh, T'Challa himself, is doing a disservice to their character, per a lot of people. Um, But at the same time, I do like the idea of honoring the character, because like you said, um, he is such a an icon for a whole community that didn't see themselves at all in the superhero genre and now we had they had their guy and not only did they have their guy but they had one of the most popular characters that the movie business has ever seen yeah and so i was literally just like is it is it impossible to replace him and then i really thought about the fact that one of the biggest characters of course in the marvel cinematic universe has also been replaced as an actor, as a main character, and not somebody so much under a suit, but does portray um, not himself at all times. And that's Mark Ruffalo replacing Edward Norton as the Incredible Hulk. Mm. Um, Even after the fact that Edward Norton did, I thought he did a spectacular job, and I actually like the Incredible Hulk movie. But Mm -hmm. the issue is, like that character had been recast so many different times that people were like, yeah whatever yeah i mean not so not so much whatever but at the same time when mark ruffalo came out everybody was like let's see if he's gonna do a, a, a good job uh, let's let's at least give him a chance and whatnot and i feel they should do kind of do the same thing maybe in terms of the character being so beloved that you kind of have to detach the stigma that it was chadwick boseman the whole time even though really the fact that he did such a great job, like, you you know, he connected so well with everybody and it was his uh, acting and his experience that really connected with everybody that made you love that character so much. And it might be tough at the same time, though, I do believe eventually just because I think that's just how things are going to pan out. They might have somebody replace him. And from what I, what I think it would be is somebody who would, barely be t'challa but be, be the black panther do you know what i mean where it's like you get glimpses of his face but for the most part even though in the mask himself that's just the action character and people love that action character but they love the character character of t'challa more i i believe they love the character of t'challa more than they love the black panther so any other options that they have there's obviously going to be some kind of backlash towards it there's no 100 right way for them the problem that they ran into and it's not even the problem it's the biggest thing that happened is that movie was so successful that there was no way that they couldn't make another one and it's like their their backs are to the wall on this one like they have no other options whatever they do with it 
people are going to automatically say it's not the same. It's not the mm-hmm. same person. It's not the same character. No matter what, it's not the same franchise. Uh, maybe you shouldn't have done this, but it, it it was too big. It it not that it just made too much money, but people love that movie so much. Anytime you put it on like um any kind of list for MCU movies or movies on Disney Plus, it's always at the top of the list. So, I mean, yeah, there's there's no way around it. it, it things are either going to happen. Not everyone's going to be pleased. So, it, it's interesting you mentioned that, Harold, because um, I, I'm trying to remember when we did our the latest um, ranking, and I know for a fact I didn't put Black Panther as high as um, other people would. But what was funny is that um, after watching, and we're going to be talking about uh, Winter Soldier, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier in, in, a, in an episode or two. But um, after seeing, uh, is it Ayo? Is that her name? Her name is and the Dora, yeah. in the Dora Milaje or something like that. Um, after seeing them, I totally forgot. Like it was almost like I went a deep dive. I was like, oh man, they're, they're such a cool character. Oh, let's go take a look at um, you know, let's go watch uh, Infinity uh, Infinity Gauntlet or Infinity War, oh, you know, and oh, and then I went, oh, let, I want to watch um, Endgame, um, you know, and then it, it, and all of a sudden I went back to watching Black Panther and I completely forgot how great that um that that movie was and I think I I kind of agree with you Harold um it's not necessarily the the Black Panther, but it's the character. And I think the biggest difficulty is that Chadwick Boseman played that character so well that um, it's going to be difficult. But what I really liked about the change.org is their language. And it, it specifically said that, you know, it, it specifically said that, um, and I don't have it with me, but I'm paraphrasing. It said that they're not against shuri or anybody else getting the title of the black panther but it was more of they wanted to keep the uh the character itself of t'challa um and so you're right uh, lou i don't know what the solution is i don't know but um i i think it's uh, in an unenviable position that Fiji and the mcu has but i'm um, looking forward to the B- B- black panther too um i mean you know rumor has it might be killmonger um, they're gonna do one of those um, comic book thingies where all of a sudden Killmonger isn't, you know, isn't dead, mm-hmm. um, and it might be like a redemptive story arc um, that allows him to um, regain his honor, and you know, so it might be interesting. Who knows? But definitely, um, after reading that uh, change.org and after going to that deep dive, definitely, you know, um, um, changed my position in Black Panther and my position on Chadwick Boseman so um, it's interesting where that's going to go but um, I'm glad that we were able to talk about that um, Lou or Harold do you guys have any more poopery before we continue yeah dude um, <clears throat> wanted to talk about one of the biggest um, events if you're a wrestling fan uh, just passed like this last weekend um, Wrestlemania uh, Wrestlemania no number because uh, I mean yeah apparently they don't like enumerating them anymore but uh wrestlemania in tampa finally dropped or you know they had the live event with the um you know basically the super bowl of wrestling happened and yeah so um i had a chance to watch all 500 hours of it um i exaggerate it wasn't that it it actually wasn't that long but lord it it felt like it dude because there was like you know if if, first off kind of interesting dynamic that the fact is that the Peacock network or the Peacock app uh, took over the wrestling or you know the WWE app. Uh, so you know, so now I'm having to watch you know my wrestling on a totally different platform and you know pay something else. But yeah, I, I, nonetheless, I digress. But um, so yeah, like I had a chance whoa, to watch whoa, whoa, most, whoa, whoa. most of it. Hold on, yes. news to me. So um, there's no more WWE um, from subscription um, service. Uh, well, apparently, outside of the U.S., uh, there is. But if you are, you know, if, if your mail code or your uh, VPN or whatever is here in the United States, yeah, there's no more WWE Network. Wow. So if you wanted to, yeah, so if you wanted to watch any of like the old pay-per-views or the upcoming pay-per-views or anything like that, yeah, you have to subscribe to the Peacock, um, which is really weird for me to say out loud. But um, well, so that's yeah, why, that's, that's why you pronounce it Peacock. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> you gotta subscribe to Peacock. Only, uh, yeah, so, you know, uh, 
tangent, but I was able to get a four uh, like I think that a promo for like five dollars gets you two or three months of the uh, subscription. All you have to do was put in uh, Peacock Mania in the uh, in the promo code. So yes, <laughs> Cock Mania gets you four months of uh, of, of streaming. <laughs> the Peacock. Sorry, my son's just laughing at me right now. The Peacock. Peacock Mania. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so yeah, WrestleMania came came and went. Um, I think it's one of the first big events to have actually like uh, people in the audience again. Um, you know, I, I, obviously, if you haven't been living under uh, a rock for the last few months or last few weeks, you know, the the the, uh, the world is slowly but surely, you know, transitioning back to whatever the new normal is going to be. So, yeah, WrestleMania uh, held their big event again in 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 um tampa florida so i it was actually i guess the venue where they were supposed to have it last year but again uh pandemic uh decided to change all of that so anyway um i thought it was a really good fun event um like i said though it felt like uh, there's a bunch of events hours and hours of it um so yeah it, it was a lot to consume so I, I literally just finished watching all of it yesterday which is wednesday so it took me like five days to kind of watch uh, watch a match, pause it, watch a match again, and then keep going from there. But um, anyway, so I, then I, I'm assuming since you the news of uh, WrestleMania being on the Peacock is news to you, I'm guessing you haven't had a chance to see it. No, but unfortunately think, not. Okay, but I think Harold has, or I don't know if he has. Did, did you get a chance to watch it, H? Wasn't I giving you updates? <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> so I think that's a yes. So of course you've seen it. Yeah, I was trying not to spoil it for yeah, you. So because, yes, yes. <laughs> because uh, as we discussed, I think last year when we were watching WrestleMania, you were you were a little bit behind, and you were saying that you didn't want anybody ruining the experience for you because yeah. it's always nice to go into like it's just like anything you don't want anything spoiled for you. So um, yeah, I, I I literally canceled events this weekend because I was like yeah. It's main. It used to be just you know cancel all your events for Sunday, because it was just one day of mania. But now for the past two years, it's been Saturday and Sunday, yeah. and like four hours each, and you're just like, ugh. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I was able to catch all of it. It's uh, yeah. The I don't like. Uh, I don't like the fact that the WWE network is not a separate thing, because like this is just in general. Like today at work, I was working, quote unquote, working and looking for documentaries that I like to watch because sometimes when work gets boring, you know, you watch a wrestling documentary in the background. I mean, of course. Yeah, it's it's just a thing you do. (laughs) And um, I was like, I cannot find any of the documentaries I just watched a week ago or like two weeks ago. And I'm like, "Eh, I don't know if I'm going to like this, but yeah, at least you get the office and Parks and Rec. But it's like. Uh, it's a jumbled mess and someone needs to streamline it someone needs to fix it i don't know what's going to happen but anyways back to the thing um an, an enjoyable mania you know lots of different things for uh like any person who's any type of fan there was at least something for somebody so everybody's able to enjoy something um the biggest surprise is obviously being how good bad bunny did yeah, dude, the, their 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 token celebrity match was surprisingly really well done, dude. Like the guy came in to do work, so good for him. Yeah, like, I've a, never heard. He's like oh, a super fan. Like, oh, is he really? Okay, yeah. He, it he looks was, like it. Yeah. He had he had a song on his last album called Booker T, or he has a song on his album <laughs> called Booker T. Just so the in the middles of of like whatever he's rapping about, you just hear, "Can you dig it, sucker?" And that's it. <laughs> And that's why the song is called Booker T. And it's like if you have Amazing. that kind of if you have that kind of dedication. And then they said he put in so much work at the performance center trying to learn everything. And like he did um better than most celebrities have ever done. And they actually let him pull off one of the most dangerous moves in the whole sport. Oh god, <laughs> what they did let, he do? They let him do a Canadian destroyer. Have you ever seen a Canadian destroyer then? It no. sounds like a it sounds like a uh, Canadian sex act, but it's not. Okay, um, I'll ha- I'll have to I'll have to look for the uh, Canadian destroyer, not the sex act, but the uh, yeah. the wrestling move. But it's it's one of the if you if done right, it looks spectacular, and he did yep. a decent job of making it look great. But you also have to give credit to uh, the Miz and John Morrison for you know um, 
letting themselves be portrayed as the suckers for this thing because they those guys sold it and um besides that both main events on both nights were spectacular legitimately almost teared up at the very first uh main event on saturday because for the first time ever it was a one-on-one for the women's championship so it was actually because like the only time the, the women's title has been the main event was a triple threat match and then this time it was uh sasha banks versus bianca belair two african-american women main eventing wrestlemania and literally when the thing was about to start they look at each other and Bianca Belair starts crying because she's relatively new to this whole thing. And it's like, dude, I can't believe that this is happening. So wow, good on them. And it was like, it was one of those moments that people are going to look back on and be like, yeah, as much as they give crap to the uh, WWE for being somewhat racist, because you know, let's be honest, back in the 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, it was never safe <laughs> to be a minority at all in the wrestling business. Especially now, if you were Middle Eastern or Russian. Yeah. <laughs> they, they were never the good guys. <laughs> let's let's do that. And then um yeah. And then the the uh the the Sunday main event, I did not think it was gonna be good, but I keep forgetting that like Daniel Bryan is a wrestling genius and that Roman Reigns has finally been like, screw it. I'm just going to do whatever the hell I want nowadays. And I was like, I, I, I was kind of dumbfounded because I was like, I was watching it. And I was like, dude, is this match, is this actually good? What the hell's going on here? <laughs> and then I was like, oh yeah, Daniel Bryan, he, he lifts everybody's wrestling. Like, and hit, you know, the big story about edge coming back. So having that as a triple threat match, fantastic. Like, very very satisfied with both uh endings of both nights um yeah yeah um i i think you're right like I, I think it had a little bit of something for everybody and like both main events it's kind of weird to say it like that like it's gonna there are two main events since it was spread across two nights but yeah i thought both both main events were super awesome um i think we had our feel-good main event on saturday night when bianca won her, her first championship and she had one of those genuine like you know, like Shawn Michaels kind of like crying on her knees uh, moment. And, you know, Sunday was the the big, you know, I guess, storyline uh, championship. Uh, my favorite part about the third night, though, is my wife calling the main event. Like she's in a, I love that once a year she gets into this stuff. It doesn't hurt that Roman Reigns apparently looks great without a shirt on. She listens to the show. So shout out to you, babe. Uh, she was kind of mad though. Like my wife, my son and I were joking because when they raised Roman Reigns' hand and he won, and she's like, "Why are they booing? Why are they booing?" <laughs> he he has his shirt off. It should, yeah. Nobody should be booing. <laughs> he worked really hard. He won fair and square. <laughs> right. Well, and technically, the, he used a chair, oh. babe. <laughs> I thought it was also kind of but, funny. Um, I thought I, real quick, it was kind of funny that they. Uh, they hyped this whole like finally there's a, we were in front of a live audience and whatnot, and Saturday night started with a rain delay. Yeah, <laughs> I know <laughs> exactly. Because oh, Mania is too big. Like remember when? Uh, remember then when we watched WrestleMania both times mm-hmm. that it was in like Lou. Remember when we watched WrestleMania? I hate this conversation. <laughs> <to> move on. <laughs> remember when you were we were studying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. At least he got to be there for those. But like those ones, they were able to like that was back then when rest, like wrestling was huge, but they could still hold them in like sporting arenas. They can, they don't do those anymore. They can't do those anymore. They're so like WrestleMania is so big. They have to be at stadiums. And they were like, yeah, well, the insane. only place the only place that is allowing people is Florida because, you know, Florida doesn't care about a pandemic. <laughs> and Florida, they, I, Florida. I even heard. I just heard the news like early on in the week. They're like, hey, it's going to rain on Saturday. And then right when it started, it's like, we're just going to delay for just a little bit. And 40 minutes later, it finally started. And I was like, dude, yeah. <laughs> you cleared your Saturday for this? <laughs> yeah. But uh, Also yeah, kind of so... sad. I know really quickly. Sorry, Lou. But no, all good. All good. We're ta- since we're talking about wrestling, like they literally had Michael Cole and Samoa Joe out there in rain parkas trying to you know move the show along they have them suffering 
and then like five days later they're like Samoa Joe has been released by the WWE. <laughs> I know, dude. So rough. I was like, come on, man. Oh, the guy man. saved the show Poor for guy, you. Guy, dude. Oh, dude. Seriously, I was I, I was thinking about that too today. It's like he's you know if you're not if you're not familiar with how it works, unfortunately in the wrestling world, I guess after WrestleMania is when they do a pretty mean purge right yeah. they like they they fire a bunch of folks that either they don't have use for or have kind of timed out but yeah Samoa Joe was the play-by-play guy and dude was yeah like Dennis uh, Harold said like freaking getting poured on in, in Florida rain and like putting on a good face and yet yep <laughs> and he was awesome so, uh, <laughs> like yeah I thought so too I thought so too and like I, I'm, I'm a bit of a lapsed fan and yes I'm one of those guys it's like I, I come around to, to wrestling again around Royal Rumble and WrestleMania season, but seeing, yeah, hearing him and seeing him, Samoa Joe, I mean, like it reminded me like at his peak, he was amazing. And like, I was actually honestly at the time, like last week, and I was thinking like, oh, I can't wait for him to get better, like physically better yeah. so healthy so he can wrestle again. Cause I thought his matches with like, with, with, with like, uh, with, with Finn Balor and even like uh, Brock Lesnar and, and all those folks were like really good. So I was looking, kind of looking forward to seeing him come back, but um, I guess that's not going to happen anytime soon. So yeah. anyway. Okay, Harold. Yeah, so well, that, you... That's it for my WrestleMania thoughts. <laughs> A poopery, Harold. <laughs> uh, really quickly, uh, my poopery is the fact that uh, we got the news this week that, you know, a few weeks ago we did our um, businesses. We hated that uh, the fact that they closed down. Um, they are shutting down <clears throat> one of my favorite chains of all time. Uh, they are closing down the Pacific Theaters. Mm. And just as said, they are closing down the Arclight Theater system. Um, what sucks is you're, we you're live... Not, you're not going to get um, by, uh, um, Calicorn anymore? No, not that too. <laughs> but like, think about Pacific Theaters. That is literally the theater that besides the one that I rent out private the- like movies to the one theater we used to watch every movie at yep together together when it's the three of us watching movies together we watch it well when it's me and dennis we go to cinemark but when it's the <laughs> three of us because one happens to be really close to lewis's house um and oh, two happen to be close to lewis's place so like pacific theaters was even when i was uh like back in the day i think i watched uh revenge of the sith there but like those that theater chain specifically because it has was a valley chain for us and also the arc light it it's it 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 hurts man and um the arc light was the theater chain where i was like i want to do like special events for a while that was like when i wanted because that's when i was like yeah you know what a classy theater is a classy theater is the arc light because it is in sherman oaks and then once in a while, you know, you'd show up at the one in on Sunset and all the other ones. But the fact that that chain wasn't able to make it, it's kind of sad because of all the memories I have from both Pacific Theaters and Arclight Cinema. So that is, I mean, I, I got to tell you, I had some good memories in pretty much all all three of those theaters. Um and it's it's definitely something that I'm going to be really sad about. Uh, but definitely, I don't know, I, I have special memories about the one in Hollywood. There's something about the Hollywood Arclight Theater that I I, 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 I think I, that's what the first time I watched um, uh, Avatar, the blue people, not the um, not the airbender, um, I, you know, and I still remember getting to watch it there. And th- there's something special about that you know, just the experience. And again, I know I joked around about it, but damn, they had good popcorn like that. Dude, that's where we saw clerks. It is where we saw clerks. And that is where we, we uh, well, not, are you in the, 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 the promo? No, I, I showed up right after you guys filmed. Oh the yeah. Got DVD it. Commentary, you bastards. I know. What can I say? But yeah, I'm, I'm really sad about that. So man, dude, yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, besides the fact that it is, you know, a, a beloved franchise at the same time, like I hate seeing businesses go under. Like in the last few years, it's been rough seeing like all these things that we kind of grew up on come and go. Like we just talked we a few, you know, a dozen or so episodes ago, we talked about Toys R Us. 
um, the sports chalets and like all the other stuff that have come and gone. And yeah, we did a whole episode with our friend Kersia about like businesses that have come and gone. So it sucks. Uh, it's too bad. And it is, it is an icon. Like you said, the Cinerama Dome, especially in Hollywood. Like I think I've only seen one or two movies over there. I think one of them was Transformers with you guys years ago. So yeah, it, it does hold a special place and I'm hoping they, they can salvage it or at least do something with it. And it, it doesn't just go like derelict. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, uh, I, I hope it turns around there. <laughs> there. Uh, yeah, I hope it bounces back. I mean, maybe it's not going to be under an arc light anymore or Pacific theater, but maybe like, I don't know, AMC or some, some other venue takes over and takes care of it. But yeah, it sucks. It's, it's, this really is too bad. Yeah. Just when we thought, like I said, I mean, we just talked about it in WrestleMania that things are coming back to normal. You know, one of these things that won't be coming back to, uh, uh won't be coming back. Well, um, before we get to the uh, the meat and potatoes of our uh, podcast today, um, I have to tell you, you know, there's you guys were talking about um, the uh, WWE. Of course, I've been missing it, but um, there's one thing that I've been wanting to, for you guys to talk about, and I've been meaning to talk to you guys about it. Uh, and considering that we just talked about the ending of a cinema experience, you guys um, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, um, went and watched. Um, Gojira, Gojira, um, and in in person. Um, before we get to uh, talking about um, the review of Godzilla or uh, King Kong versus Godzilla, um, how was it? Uh, what was the experience like? Um, tell us, um, starved and um, poor people who have not been out there into the real world to see what it feels like. Um, how was it being able to go in front uh, and watch a big screen experience again? H, I'll let you go first since you were the awesome one to set it up in the first place. Uh, first of all, they didn't check anything besides the fact that I bought the ticket. They were literally like, um, okay, you have the ticket. Go ahead. And that just was like, hey, go ahead. Like, they didn't ask anybody else who was with me. We were just like, okay, go, go inside. Yeah. They never was that what happened? Because. Yeah, they never counted anyone. They just let you guys inside, right? Yeah, yeah. I just said a uh, private theater for uh, King Kong. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> so that was it. Like, I mean, yeah. it couldn't have been a simpler thing. <laughs> I was like, it, but like, it was cool because of the fact that, um, yeah, there was no one there, but people I knew, well, at least I knew. Um, and people I invited, no one else was allowed inside. There was literally other people like, Hey, we want to watch that movie too. But the guys were like, no, it's actually uh, a private party. Uh, the screen or is reserved for a private party. Um, so they're like, Oh yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, it was strange because yeah, it's been a year since I've been in a movie theater and I forgot. It's weird because I literally forgot what the movie going experience was like. Where it's like line up for concessions, even though they were like, yeah, six feet apart. There was that part never happened at the concession line. People were like literally, <laughs> and people like popcorns were on other people's backs, kind of deal. Um, and then they had the people coming in once in a while to do just just to check up on everything. So that's kind of nice. Uh, I saw that they sanitized everything before we got into the theater, um, and it was pretty much the weirdest because it was a private experience where um like if <laughs> it's as silly as it is is like if we heard somebody talking we knew exactly who was talking and i'm sorry lewis that my cynical niece was sitting behind you because i know that's how by the way that's how watching movies with her is so <laughs> take that buddy <laughs> i thought it was just because she was sitting with other kids her age for the no, first no, no, time no. like you know <laughs> That's, that's how she is. <laughs> Why? What, what was going on? Oh, like just whenever some, I don't know. She's she's a preteen, just like my son. And uh, every time some handsome guy would come, like, oh, put him back on. I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, okay, oh, she's gonna die. She's gonna die. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> yes, she's. Ma'am, she's please, ma'am. <laughs> but it's fun. So, the the one thing that I the the thing that I enjoyed the most, literally was and this is going to sound so stupid to some people and it's going to sound really sincere to a lot of people is they had there was a row of just kids 
and like seeing kids in a movie theater like them with popcorn and their drinks masks on randomly throwing food into their mouths and enjoying themselves in the movie theater oh dude that was worth the the price of the uh the um screening itself because yeah money 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 can't buy those kind of experiences i yeah actually could paid 100 bucks but like literally (laughs) it's like you know the fact that they got to finally enjoy stuff it's fantastic so and the person who is now harassing Dennis over here was one of the people in the theater and her daughter was one of the people in the theater. And uh, you could even ask her or whatever, what they needed about like headsets and stuff. <laughs> Cause dude, I was surprised at how loud that movie was too. Cause I, like I said, I have surround sound in my house. It bumps, but it's not like movie theater quality. So ridiculous. And I'll do it again. And we are doing it again in uh about a week looking forward to it (laughs) so and uh for the people yeah we're doing a private showing of mortal Kombat. uh sorry i can't invite other people i don't like you as as funny as it is the thing that i keep laughing about the whole thing is i rented out a whole theater for my friends and i and i still sat by myself how far away from everybody were you my sister was uh two seats behind me but that doesn't count because i'm you know my sister's part of my bowl and whatnot but everybody else they were in the other rows like lewis and them were in the middle rows my other friends were in the side rows i was in the side row pretty much all by my lonesome and enjoyed the hell out of it so yeah can't wait to see you yeah um for, for me dude my experience was freaking great it was uh awkward at first but i think it's just like what dennis premise like being out for the first time in literally a year yes you know if you follow me on my socials or if you know me personally like i have done small trips to ventura in the last year or you know i, I go fishing or i go do little trips or do whatever was you know was 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 still open at the time you know and, and, but like actually meeting outside of theater and seeing half a dozen people like, yeah, you know, some of Harold's friends I know personally, obviously your sister and a lot of your other phones, but then there's other friends that, you know, I met through your mutual uh, events and whatnot. So like, I, I know them passingly, but just the fact that there was like, you know, not a huge congregation of people, but like a good amount of pe- people like meeting and talking and laughing is like, it was at first weird because I honestly like I felt like one of the kids because, you know, my son's right next to me right now. So I'm going to put him on blast. But when we got there, when he was there with your niece and your nephew, they were literally like kind of awkwardly st- standing or you know sitting a- a- across from each other, not talking to each other. It's like, did, did you guys forget how to socialize? Like, but thankfully, like, you know, that, I guess that's the magic of these kind of things is like literally like five minutes into the thing, into the experience of sitting in a darkened theater with popcorn and, and, and friends and family. Like we were chatting, they were talking. Um, I actually, yeah, I, I, yes, I'm joking that your niece and even some of your, even my son and, and whatnot were a little chatty behind me. I didn't mind. I didn't mind because, you know, that's, that's a great part about you know, I guess that you're kind of slowly sliding back in this new normal is yeah, doing the things that we used to love. And for the, for the most part, kind of took for granted because I think you or somebody else brought up like, what was it like? Oh, the last movie. Oh no, you brought it up, Harold. You said the last movie you saw was Sonic the Hedgehog. Damn the right. Hey, that, that's and, a pretty good, and, you know, pretty good pull, dude. It is. <laughs> it's a good way it's a good movie to, to go out on i guess for the pandemic but it's like yeah when when you said that i really had to str- i struggled to think about like what was the last movie I, I saw in theaters because yeah maybe like yes at one point it was pretty prolific like we you, between the three of us and our families and whoever other circle of friends we had we go to the movies almost on a weekly basis and like you know you take that away for so long it like it makes you really think like when was the last what was the last movie i saw in theaters i honestly don't remember i have to probably pull up my fandango account and, and I don't even know if it's still on my phone, to be honest, but, um, and see what, you know, what the last ticket that, is that I bought. Um, but uh, other, otherwise, dude, I thought it was a really great experience. I think the personal theater, uh, private theater thing might actually be the way that they go from now on because, um, you know, I, I used to work at the AMC in, in Burbank and for every like huge hundred seat multiplex or uh, a big screen IMAX they have, they'll always have like one of those like hundred seat smaller theaters 
that almost never get filled. And like, I remember working back at the AMC that back then, like you know, there'd be only like one or two people who would go into there. And I think this is a great gimmick to kind of get people back into the theater safely and consciously, you know, uh, aware. And like, like Harold said, like yeah, it was, a, so then it was one of those theaters where there's like three sets of seats. So like, you know, seats, aisle, middle row, aisle, and then uh, another row of seats. Um, Harold was re- really by himself. Uh, I can still see him on this edge of my seat, yeah. uh, corner of my eye. It was myself, uh, another friend of our uh, ours. who was a mom whose daughter, whose son was behind us, and who all, and like Harold said, all the kids, uh, five or six kids were sitting uh, behind, uh, next to each other, just having the time of their lives behind us, and it was great. It was a really great experience, and yeah, I, I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to to, to doing it again. Um, you know, uh, uh, and seeing uh, how how it kind of keeps going from here. Yeah. yeah, thanks, H. I really I mean, appreciate it. Looking forward if, to the next one. If the invite's still out there, I'm I'm looking forward to that that, that first experience. You, um, I keep you keep thinking that I you guys weren't the first people I invited again. <laughs> no, we know that we're not the first people that you. You that weren't we, the first. As soon as that, <laughs> as soon as that purchase, you guys. You, as much as a joke as it is, you guys were again the first people I invited because, uh, let's be honest, my friends are great, but they don't bring me content. <laughs> Damn, that's harsh, but that, dude, that's a that's a shirt, that's a shirt. There are friends, and then there are friends who have content. Actually. Yeah, like however you said it, like they're like they're like like I'm. I was telling my coworker honestly. So the movie comes out next week, um, and by the time you guys are listening to this, it'll be at the end of the week that we're listening to this. Um, we're watching Mortal Kombat. It is a I think it's such a dude movie that I kind of wanted to restrict it to dudes. Dudes. Yeah. <laughs> like when 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 Lewis said, "Oh, he's bringing his son." I was like, "I should bring my dog." No. <laughs> yeah, that's nope. what I was like. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no. I, I should I bring my wife. No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Like, when, well, that's when, just me being an ir- yeah, good. I know Sorry, when no. Lewis uh, when Lewis said, "Oh, I'm going to ask my no, don't don't do it." <laughs> I love you, Nini, but don't do it because <laughs> you're not not that we don't want you there, but you're going to ruin Dennis's experience. <laughs> not because of you, but because of oh, potentially you you, you mean your cynical uh, our our cynical uh, um, goddaughter. Uh, goddaughter isn't going to be there no, watching? No, not at all. Like I don't like, so the the cool thing is it's like you can have twenty people there, up to twenty people there. But at the same time, if you really wanted it to be, it could just be like two people. It could literally just be you, right? If you really think about everything, like I'm not really renting out a whole theater to watch a movie. I maybe, but in general, like we don't have to. You don't got to pack it or whatever. But I'm I'm trying. I'm seriously. For this one, I'm I want more people who. Obviously, the first time we did it, it was. I want people who are going to appreciate the fact that they're actually in a movie theater again. And then like my, my best friends and my godkids. And I was like, as long as everybody there is having a good time, that's what I'm there for. And uh, that's what, you know, this whole experience was to be. And uh, so trying, I'm not trying to replicate the experience again. Cause now that some people I'm inviting um, are going to be returned uh, uh, customers, I guess, mm-hmm. but yeah it's a different that's the thing is it's like it's a different movie this time it's a different experience that's going to be happening so i'm gonna have to be a little bit more selective this time so sorry um to other children who are listening to this Uh, i can't invite you this time first and foremost you shouldn't be listening to this and secondly thank thank you for listening to this (laughs) only if your parents are listening to this and you are just like oh what am i uncles and titos up to you right now it's this this is what's happening so uh yeah if if anything i i highly recommend it it's such a different it's such a cool experience because you feel kind of like a baller it's like you know you're like you know the peasants get to watch with the other (laughs) random strangers that they could care less about but me i know everybody in this theater so it's like this is this is my theater, and I, I choose to. Uh, it's like a, a nightclub guest list where I get to pick and choose who gets to be on the the VIP list, and this is how it's gonna go down. At least for now, I the the guy the manager was telling me it might not last um, too much longer because now that everyone's just opening up everything. Yeah, right. Like, cause there is general seating for 
every like everything there's always general seating now but you have to be spaced apart they have sectioned off sections like the theater that we got to watch you is and not in the biggest theater but it was in a theater so it's like no matter what uh unless you're a quadrillionaire no one has a tv screen that big in their house so yeah. it's like yeah well, yeah. uh, moving on, and, and I'm, I'm looking forward to having that same experience. Um, since um, the the movie that you saw was King Kong versus Godzilla, or Godzilla versus King Kong, I forget what it was. Um, I, I guess we can jump in straight into the uh, the review. Um, what did you guys think? Well, what was your impressions of it? Um, you know, I'm going to start because, and I think I told you guys this. Um, you know, uh, I was able to watch it with uh, on HBO. Um, my TV isn't the hugest, biggest thing, but um, you know, I I, I sidled myself close to the um, the TV, so um, you know, I could I, it it like fit me, my whole like uh, peripheral and. Um, I'll start with what I my initial thought about it. Um, I told everybody here in this podcast, not a huge um, like you know like kaiju, not a huge like King Kong, uh, Godzilla uh, uh, a fan, but I was surprisingly pleasantly surprised and i really actually enjoyed the movie um to the point where i think i, I forgot who i told i think i was telling lewis like i ended up going again deep doing a deep dive i don't know if i'm using the uh, the phrase correctly but um, i was like "Ooh, that was good let's take a look at um this movie now let's take a look at this movie now and and i think i went back all the way to uh, matthew broderick and then i said nope not that one. <laughs> too far. Not too, too, far, far too far back. Too far back. Too far back. But I, I watched every single one, and I was like, oh, okay, I can now. I, I because of that movie, I can see what the um, what the appeal was. Um, uh, even and um, I, I was, I, I actually enjoyed it. What did you guys think about it? I thought it was a really, really solid movie. Um, it my, I don't know if it was the combination of yeah, like a, a great release after a year of not, you know. If, not that they were horrible movies per se, but like nothing as big and as popcorn as this. So um, I thought it was a great, like, it, it, I don't think it's going to win any Oscar uh, acting Oscars. I mean, besides the, uh, the, the special effects and, and CGI, but um, you know, the plot wasn't exactly anything to, to cry home for or to, to advertise for, but it was such a fun, it was just a fun movie. That's what it is. It's a fun movie. Definitely one of those kind of turn your to turn your uh, brain off for a few moments and, and enjoy the two hour ride and just enjoy two enormous creatures punching the crap out of each other for for that many for, for that long. Um, I really did appreciate the fact that um, I, I think that was some of the earlier criticisms of the like the the Godzilla movies is that like oh too much talk about the or too too much humans and not enough monsters and I really think they found a kind of a fun balance in this one. Like yes, there were still a good amount of like human interactions and I guess it's kind of a forced thing like that, not forced but you kind of have to have that human element so that you can kind of ground all the action and all the the, the events but uh, you know I think there was a good amount of like you know this is King Kong uh, this is Kong, King Kong and this is Godzilla and they're doing their thing so yeah thoroughly enjoyed it um yeah I, I liked it a lot um it was one of the like I mentioned this when we first started like around the first few episodes of our original of our podcast that i really was looking forward to godzilla king of the monsters because i unlike dennis i grew up watching these kinds of movies and uh yes we did skip a day of school for me and my buddies to watch godzilla 1998 at the amc in burbank maybe lewis was working there at the time (laughs) i know um, that that literally it's like those are the, the the things that i grew up on and i was like man i have like i said i had to watch this movie in the theater and then when the opportunity arose, I was like, for sure, I'm getting this thing. And I wasn't disappointed. It literally, the human story is always going to be secondary, obviously, to the action in these kinds of movies, especially when the title of the movie is, you know, Godzilla versus Kong. And it's like, they give you more than just one Godzilla versus Kong fight. And dude, Kong gets the crack kicked out of him all the time. And it's like, kind of glorious because it's like, oh, man. Dude, this guy never really had a chance. Even like getting, even getting his overpowered weapon, he still got the crap kicked out of him. And it's funny because my buddies, when we were in line, they were like, "Who do you think's gonna win?" And I was like, "Godzilla's gonna win," but I think they're gonna team up to fight something. 
and obviously with the fact like we kind of discussed this before that the you know there were spoilers out there already and it kind of ruins it where the appearance of the mecha godzilla character was imminent and i was like they're the only reason that character is coming out is so that they both can fight him at the same time and i was like they're gonna that's the only reason they would have that character and i was right they ended up fighting and i was like oh this is you know that that battle itself dude we watched it on a friday i rewatched it on saturday just for that last fight just for because it's spectacular um yeah you feel bad for hong kong but you know what at the same time you don't really because they're just getting stomped on and uh you know anytime you have a giant monkey holding a glowing axe made of uh the earth's core you're gonna get a good movie so i <laughs> enjoyed the crap out of it no real spoilers needed it's available on hbo max um watch it there if you can but i suggest <laughs> watching it in the theater so if you guys ever get the chance definitely watch it there I mean, I can't imagine what it would look like because you know I didn't, I wasn't, uh, I chose not to to be there. But uh, I, I, I can imagine, I, you know, I, I, I'd imagine how glorious it is. Um, but uh, speaking of the Mecha Godzilla scene, um, I actually was able to, and I guess maybe it's because of my lack of Twitter uh, and lack of like uh, Instagram and all those things and lack of social media. So I, I went in there like blank and uh, no like spoilers at all and when it came out uh, when it came out the only thing i could remember was uh south park you know talking about uh, about it's like oh my god this is amazing make a strike and there you go it's like this is amazing this is amazing (laughs) hold on real quick story that episode of south park has ruined me because every time i see the words the cure or any football player named Robert Smith, I have to sing it like that episode. <laughs> Robert Smith. Robert, Robert Smith, Smith. Robert Smith. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, like if you are a big fan of the kaijus or the monster universe, it's a perfect send off for the Hulk. The like the original, I mean, not the original, the first movie in the series, Godzilla, was the weakest one because there's obviously no Godzilla in that movie. But everything else after that is like so much fun to watch that it's like it it builds and it like like I said the biggest issue again with Justice League is you were never anticipating them um, you never got the chance to fully get behind the characters before they all join together. This one is the opposite. You have three movies built in already where it's like, all right, I can't wait to see where the final uh, the finale of this thing goes. So yeah, good times. I highly recommend it to everybody. The the one thing I liked about it is that um and and like I said I watch it backwards but um I was like man this is such a great movie um and I I really didn't mind the um the the human story the human element of it and as I kept on walking moving back I just kept on moving back I was like man these backstories of the human beings just keep on getting worse and yeah. worse and worse and was like ooh and then I I watch uh, Kong Island and um and Samuel uh, Samuel L. Jackson's character is like, man, human beings are douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> they ruin everything. <laughs> Maybe the kaiju should take over. <laughs> like at the end of uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters, you, you should just be like, yeah, they got it right. <laughs> just, let, just let these titans run over us and we'll just sit back. And, it's like, I, I, I keep thinking it'd be hilarious, not hil- hilarious, but it'd be a great if they ever did a crossover with these kick of the box, like <clears throat> the, the monster universe and the Jurassic park movies. And it's just like, but obviously uh, according to the size of these guys have grown, they're like 330 feet tall now. And I think that, Indominus Rex is 50 feet, so he might be slightly small. I know, like Godzilla would just like pick it up and like have a snack or something, dude. Yeah, that's why one of my one of my favorite things was the fact when King Kong picked up an airplane and threw it like a dart. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I know I'm supposed to, like, you know, it's, it's I just get rid of belief and then and like turn off my brain. But the whole time I was like, I don't remember Godzilla being that big in Kong Island. <laughs> he was he was huge. I mean, King Kong and Kong. Island. Uh, I, I, yeah, sorry, sorry, King Kong and Skunna. There you go. But I don't remember him being that huge. So yeah, I, 
I, mean, I did I, a lot of research, and they said <laughs> because that movie took place in nineteen in the nineteen seventies, Kong has grown in the past fifty years and yeah. is now expanded because he was just a baby. Yeah. And I yeah, I like the fact that that's that's one of the scenes at the beginning. Oh, he's getting too big for for uh, for for this already. Oh, there you go. There's a reason why he's too big now. Got it. Wink wink. Thank you very much. There you go. <laughs> yeah, cuz yeah, in the earlier movies Godzilla freaking literally towers over everything and Godzilla was just like, "Hey, it was a dude." But um, I, I think uh, one of some of my favorite. Yeah, uh, so Harold brought up like one of his favorite scenes, like using the uh, plane like a freaking uh, lawn dart. Uh, I think one of my favorite scenes, not because it was funny or whatnot, but like it kind of, it, it kind of like made me twitch or triggered a, a, an old memory in me was when Kong was still tied to the boat and Godzilla flipped the thing over, and like I had a flashback to when I was on a kayak with my brother years ago and we flipped over and I couldn't get out of it. So I'm like, oh my god, like King Kong is, is going through it too, dude. I was like, oh god! Like, what? A, it's a horrible feeling, but yeah, I thought it was hilariously, um, you know, filmed how they pulled it off, and I think that that whole dynamic was just great. Like that 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 first fight out in the ocean was actually like really fun. I thought it was really well made, and um, you know, one of the things uh, I, I know Dennis said he's not very you know whatever on Twitter and whatnot, but I think one of the things that came out from the directors or from the creators of this movie was that they said that oh, there will definitely be excuse me definitively be a winner in this movie and you know i kind of tend to believe it because yes like i think there's technically a a total of four fights and yeah in each one of those fights there was a winner technically so i kind of dug that like i i like that they they put verses in the title and when you expect a fight you expect a winner not like kind of a half half but kind of like well they both walked away with a moral victory but like no the first fight godzilla wrecked them because he had the he had the you know the 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 home court advantage of fighting in the ocean and then all that so forth and so on so yeah i i dug that that they they gave us pretty much uh definitive winners in each of those fights awesome and so i i, I think we need to give it a rating is it um should you would you watch this uh, during COVID or not is I think is a uh, is 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 our new yeah, uh, well <laughs> to be completely honest we watched it during COVID <laughs> so I think that can't answer like literally breaking quarantine to watch this movie yeah luckily for me and for pretty much everyone there at least you had your first shot Lou but yeah, every, I was like, half and, vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I, I, I don't know about uh, some of the other people. Anyways, um, but <laughs> at, at, at least on my side, at least me sitting with my sister, we're fully vaccinated. So <laughs> if you wonder why I was sitting so far from you guys, it's because. <laughs> you you peons. <laughs> yeah. I was actually trying to get everyone. Yeah, so. Uh, yes, because I, I, I like socializing and to be perfectly honest, like not to be bureaucrat guy, but if, if the governor and the, and the county health said that it's okay for these theaters to open, it's not like we broke into the, to, to, into the uh, AMC and like unlocked the doors and man the real ourselves. So yeah, I mean, if it's, if it's legal and it's fine to do, I say go for it. It's, it's fun, dumb entertainment. And that's, if that's not what movies are, then I, I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to be right. I mean. Gotcha. So, uh, are we doing our final review here, or um, are we moving on that on for for next time? Final review of, of what? I'm sorry. Oh, I thought we had a second review. No. Oh, oh, uh, depends. Um, How were we on time? Um, around an hour and a half so far. Oh, Jesus. okay. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we save that for the next thing. Maybe. Yeah, okay. yeah I think uh, there's lots of fun streaming stuff that we can still talk about in a future episode. So if you're listening, stay tuned. Stay yeah. tuned. More reviews. Okay. <laughs> um, I hope you enjoyed this uh, episode. Um, and it's really fun to uh, get back on, you know, and, and, and start uh, doing this again. Uh, hopefully once Lewis is fully, fully, fully vaccinated and, you know, the um, 
the what do you call this the the five G network has finally like established onto <laughs> onto um, uh, uh, to Lewis. Um, I, I think um, it, it, it's I'm looking forward to be able to do this back in the man, man cave. I mean, not necessarily every single time, but at least every so often, you know, just to try to get that that mojo back on again. Um, uh, hopefully, you enjoy this episode. Um, if you did, you know, please check out all of our older episodes. You can take a look at it uh, at the uh, the two fanboys one casual .com, and you can have all of the uh, previously made um you know some are good some are bad episodes um you just have to pick and choose which one you want and of course <laughs> lewis where else can we, where else can we be heard you can find us on facebook uh look us up two fanboys and a filthy casual every time the podcast goes live we'll be posting uh posting it there uh, not to mention our pretty active uh facebook group so once again if you look it up in that search bar, just type it in, uh, join both uh, the, the group and the page itself. A bunch of like-minded nerds, geeks, gamers, uh, and, and fanboys and fangirls uh, talking news and all that stuff that's on the internet. So yeah, come find us, join us, and uh, we'd love to see you there. And then on Instagram and Twitter at 2fanboys1casual, and as usual, anywhere you can find your favorite podcasts, we are somewhere at the bottom of that list. <laughs> unfortunately it's not like golf yeah <laughs> okay that's it for us um uh, the, this is man I, I feel so bad about ourselves right now um the two fanboys this is like um this is like us i, I imagine us like paying 100 bucks just so that we can get 20 people to uh to listen to our our, our episode i think we should start doing that um <laughs> That's it oh for us God, today. That's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> you invite twenty people. It's like, hey, guess what? We're not watching Mortal Kombat. <laughs> You're listening to our podcast. <laughs> two hours. <laughs> uh, okay. Surround sound. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for us. Hopefully, you enjoyed this episode. Um, as usual, this is the greatest uh, podcast you've never heard of. This is um, Two Fanboys in the Filthy Casual. I'm Dennis. This is Lewis. And I'm Harold. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Thank you for listening.